and good day. What would you like to hear? I love that. I love that title for this. What would you like to hear? What, what, what would you? What is it you want to hear? Tell me right now. What would you like to hear? Now that can mean anything, and you tell me what that means to you. Normally, when you say that, it sounds like somebody's talking about a song. You know, what would you like? Any, any, uh, any. Uh, You know what I want to hear? Sometimes I want to hear anybody even saying the truth. Where, where it's so like, did he say that? That's what I like to hear. Or something good. Let me tell you what I saw last night. What I saw and can't believe I... Well, I saw it and can't believe I uh, observed it. For some reason or another... I have been watching and noticing that in the world of entertainment, don't forget entertainment, as many people have said, um, others have said in particular that entertainment is downstream from, uh, excuse me, politics is downstream from entertainment and culture and the like. Okay, okay, okay. So I had heard for so long about Top Gun Maverick. And I thought, okay, this is good. Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a great, great uh, uh, actor. Whether you like it or not, it is absolutely true. It is true. It really is true. It's one of those things that's just true. And he is a he is a bankable, bankable, bankable uh, star. He's sixty years old. Uh, has a very, very interesting thing. When you notice him, when you when you watch him, let me give you an example. I find this to be interesting for no particular reason. Let's say I were to show you the following. If I were to show you my teeth, and I were to go midline right here, straight down, midline, from no middle face, you smile. Normally, this incisor, this, this face between your incisors, it's normally right down the middle. His is like off. It's the strangest thing. Notice. Very interesting. What does that mean? Nothing. Nothing in the scheme of things. We also have little various idiosyncratic differences. I have something that's odd. Believe it or not, I have detachable ear, completely detached earlobes. Not connected, detached. Very interesting. My father had that, I had that. Very interesting. Also, watch when you get older. This is very interesting because I love this when you get older. A lot of things too. Ears get bigger. Noses can get bigger. Teeth can get stronger, actually, by the way. But if you notice how when people, when they get older, they get these big ears. And you see a picture of them when they're young. And you say, where do they come? Why are they getting older? Interesting. Interesting. Celebrate your age. Different things happen. When a kid gets to be, you know, puberty, acne sometimes or, you know, whiskers or voices change. Same thing when you, just if you notice the the uh, human body. They always talk about the, the length of your finger compared to your thumb and all, and all this kind of jazz. But I wanted to watch this Top Gun because so many people said, you know, this is really good. And if you believe the stories about Tom Cruise, he does his own stunts, he's flying an F-18, he's flying at this, he's flying at that. He's flying at this. He's flying. I have no interest in going to 
I think it'd be fun to kind of fly, but I have no interest in going to learn. And I got to go learn how to do this. Yeah, you got to go to you got to go fly. You got to take classes. It's so interesting. What I don't find interesting: boats. Not interested. Not in the least. Even going on a boat. Oh, okay, that's nice. Nothing really. Nothing doesn't do that much for me. Planes are kind of fun. You ever been in a little private plane? Kind of fun. Kind of okay, okay. It's kind of fun. Sort of, maybe. I guess. Fishing? No. No. Golf? No. How about martial arts? Anybody want to get into martial arts? You want to go in and punch people? No. <laughs> no. What do I want to do? Oh, I want to read stuff. I want to watch things. I want to plot and see what's happening to my country and republic and culture in the world. And that's, I like to see trends. That I can do forever. But but doing this stuff. So anyway. And there's been a resurgence of various movies, Yellowstone and others. And maybe there, did you know, did you know that, that, of the of the books and the like, 70, 75% are written hardback, paperback. Did you know that? Did you know that? Isn't that great? It's true. People are buying books. Barnes & Noble is opening up a slew of bookstores. Don't you love? Who loves bookstores? Come on, tell me the truth. Who loves bookstores? Don't you love just to Remember an old, not, I mean, kind of like an old bookstore. Don't you love the smell of them? Don't you love this? Oh, now the shooting range. That's another place. Christos talked about that. That's a different place. Batting cages were kind of fun. Tennis, I like. That a lot. Different, different things, different. Love state fairs. I like to walk around. I just like the people. I'm a very I'm a very odd, odd duck. Do you know that one of our favorite places that we go to, and I told you about this, Dollar Tree? Mrs. L can verify this. This is one of the biggest food suppliers or food uh, 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 stores around. Did you know that? Fascinating. So anyway, I digress. So... I'd heard a lot about Top Gun. People I know liked Top Gun. This is great. Maverick and Top Gun. This is great. This is back. And you got to see this. And you really got to see this. And you what? I missed it. I missed it. I've been watching Tulsa King a lot. I like that a lot. Yellowstone. Interesting. Kind of corny. I immediately say, okay, once I figure the trend out, you got to change it. You got to change it. But good. I understand why this is interesting. So I saw Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Anybody see that? This is, they say, Tom Cruise, uh, I, I think he's up for the Oscar. I hope he, I, I, I hope they get it to him. And the reason it is suspected, among other things, and I'm not going to go into the politics of the Oscars and why they're important and what's it, we can talk about that forever, but it would be a real boon to Hollywood to have a, a real a real bankable actor back, you know. Uh, we got to get people back into theaters. 
into theaters. We have to do this. I like to go to a theater. Not for everything. There were some great ones here. Oh my God, I love I love independent theater. I could talk to you about that forever. How I love independent. Uh, please, by the way, please subscribe to this. Please like this. Please, please, for the love of God. I don't want to keep begging you. So I watched it last night for the first time and it was one of the corniest movies I have ever seen. I could not believe anybody actually wrote this stuff. Could not believe it. Could not believe it was the corniest, schmaltziest. Um, uh, oh my God. The, the, the looks, the, you know, the way that fighters would meet at the bar and sing, and uh, Tom uh, Cruise is the cool guy, and John Hamm, and oh, please. Ed Harris playing the whatever it was. The lines, the, the, um, just, just, just. And 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 that's. But you know what? Look, if if that does the trick, go ahead and do it. If that does the trick, go ahead and do it. I happened to watch that same day a documentary on Woody Allen. Now, Woody Allen, notwithstanding his latest uh, particular travails, when he was on fire, and he he was, I think, one of the most important. Uh, directors and producers, bar none, bar none. And that's me. That's just me. There are films that I think mean so much to me, just so much. The Godfather, I could watch and watch and watch. I even listened to Kobel explain how he did things and why they, even the behind the stories, but lighting the arc, the story, the uniqueness, how a movie starts. I loved Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona was great because all of a sudden, what was his name? Uh, Arj- was his name Crowder? Uh, oh, God, what was his name? I believe it was, was it RJ? Was it Crowder who did the yodeling? If I recall correctly, I believe it was... I made a note of this. It was, uh, yeah, the John R. Crowder. I, I think John R. Crowder was the yodeler. Uh, and don't forget, the only yodel in, in modern rock history is, of course, Hocus Pocus by Focus with yodeling. But, I mean, that was so interesting because they, they didn't even start the beginning of, they just started the movie. And then in the middle, then they did the, that it really wasn't a yodel, perhaps. But it was so different. And the language, Quentin Tarantino, changed everything. Changed everything. It was, if so, seismically different. He was so important, so critical, so absolutely, demonstrably different. In, just wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Scorsese, you know, there were people who, who made... Real, they were the they were the, the the John Fords of our time, and the really important. And I don't ask a lot for movies. Sometimes I can go and I'm saying, you know what? I like that. Very very simple. 
but I hate corny. But then again, they might say to me, but we like corny. Let me ask you a question. One of the hardest one of the hardest genres to to do is of course westerns. Silverado was the greatest western. It was real. And let me tell you what I love. Maybe you're the same way. And you only see this in a theater. I love to hear the sound. I love to hear the jingle of spurs on wood in the creek. I love to hear the sound of getting into a, to a, a, a saddle and hearing the creak of the leather. Uh, Tarantino, when um, they were doing the strudel and the uh, Inglorious Bastards, when, uh, whatever, you know his name, the German, when they were eating the, the, the strudel or whatever it was, it, you, could, you could hear the crunch of the pastry. Just, I, I love sound. Lighting is important. Just the everything you, you, you want. Cinematography, where it's positioned, it's just, there's so much to it. And it takes a while for you to see it again. All of that adds to it. But it adds, but it doesn't make. There has to be a story. Same thing goes for Broadway. One of the best, best, best shows that people say, eh, but trust me, is Jersey Boys, or was Jersey Boys, because the book, the libretto, so to speak, the the book, the storyline was fantastic. It was a great story. Like um, Don Hewitt said, tell me a story. What's the storyline? Am I interested in this? Later on, you get into the quirks and this, and then you can argue about actors and who's great and who's not and all that kind of jazz. But what I saw last night, I'm thinking, if if Top Gun, if this gets best picture, best, <laughs> I certain things you cannot compare. Let me tell you what you cannot ever ever try to to rate pizza. Don't bother. Don't. Because whenever you try to describe it, you sound like an idiot. Well, I can hold it and it doesn't... F- okay, alright, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Don't do this. Don't, don't insult yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. Certain things, films, if you liked it, you liked it. I can't, I'm never going to tell you, that's a stupid movie. Then there are some movies you have, for example, I know somebody who says, I didn't like The Godfather. And and you know what? I said, I'm proud of you. I don't want to know you, but I'm proud of you that you dared to say something. Like in the old days when you said, I don't like The Clash. I'm not, I don't, I wasn't a Beatles fan. And people look, oh my God, are you kidding all right? Let me stop for a moment. I hope this is what you wanted to hear because this is what you're going to hear. Because when I saw this last night, I thought, you know what? I want to share this with you. I want to share this with you. I've got to share this with you. This is, the, this, this is, this is what I wanted to share with you because it's so incredibly fascinating. Now, now before I forget, before which is important, 
I want to tell you a couple of things, two right off the bat. And you have to, if you are listening to this, if you are listening, I'm telling you right now, if you are listening and you are on mobile or some other app, you must hit the more tab. More, not Gary Moore, but the more tab. Because I want to talk to you about our sponsor and my Patriot Supply and preparewithlionel.com. I'm going to make this very simple to you. Very, very simple. Food preparedness. This is not a quirk. This is not uh, a a goo This is not a trifle. This is not a trinket. This is not a uh, whatever. This is called emergency food. Let me say this again. Let me see if I can put this into context for you. Emergency food. As in an emergency. And let me tell you something right now. Believe me when I tell you this. Believe me when I tell you this and I say this to you. Preparewithlionel.com, my Patriot Supply, this is the best deal ever. And right now they're offering $250 off on a three-month emergency food kit. This is a... <laughs> this is... This is the Cadillac, the Maserati, the, the, the Aston Martin, the Tesla, whatever you want to call it, of the industry. Nobody is as good as they are. Sorry. So my Patriot Supply, use this link and get $250 off. Okay? That's number one. Number two. Number two. And I'm going to say this right now. When you are ensconced in your precales, when you're in your bed, when it's time to go nighty-night or you're taking a nice little nap, whatever, it is so important for you to have the right pillow, the right sheet, the right blanket. And our sponsor at MyPillow.com, MyPillow, if you use the promo code Lionel, will provide you with everything you need to know to, 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 to swaddle yourself. Think of it as a return to the womb as you are ensconced and held in your bed, surrounded by blankets and duvets and comforters and sheets and pillows and slippers. Slippers, they're selling more of these than anybody could even imagine. So you're going to go to MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. And again, if you're listening to this on your phone, you've got to hit that more button because all of these incredible uh, deals are there for you. MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or call 800 800- Six four five forty nine sixty five. Honey, was that? Did you say? W- w- was it um, Dollar Tree that had? They were selling more for Dollar Tree. Store. Dollar Tree store is selling more. I love Dollar Number Tree. One Number one food now retailer there because people are. This is fascinating. So you got to understand something. I like what is just not. I don't want to say simple. I want the quintessence, the basics. I, Dollar Tree, I just love the way it works. I love this. Because it's, well now it's a dollar fifty, but still, it doesn't matter. A dollar and a quarter, a dollar fifty. It's not a dollar. But here's the... It was a dollar, it was all, everything was a dollar. Now it's a dollar and a quarter. Okay, fine. More people are buying food there than any place else. Do you know that? Because whenever you hear these stories about you know, the economy, keep in mind that. Now, let's go back to movies. I 
I'm never going to tell you what's good, what's important, what something means to you. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to ever tell you that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. It, it it cannot be done. Um, certain things I don't get a kick out of. Musicals I never understood. It's not my my generation, not my era, not not my time. Except Jesus Christ Superstar, I kind of like that. That was a different one. That was a different one. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe Tommy, you know, rock opera. Maybe sort of. But that was it. But I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong or you know you're 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 pedestrian and liking certain things. I would never say that to you. But this Tom Cruise last night, aside from it being incredible propaganda, uh, in it 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 was so so cliched, so cliche, so it 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 was this. I I, I mean. And, and maybe Bruckheimer and these guys, maybe that's what they like. I don't know. Speaking of Woody Allen, I was watching this documentary. Remember the Woody Allen, every Woody Allen movie had a, there was a, a scene in somebody's apartment. It was a New York party. And they would be drinking white wine. Somebody would be playing the piano. And, and these huge apartments, I mean, I, huge <laughs> wow. This would be like $20 million. I mean, but anyway, but they're playing the piano and then somebody would say, well, you know, uh, my wife, Rochelle, whoever, she's now getting her doctorate in Middle Eastern uh, hermeneutics at whatever, at Columbia. And it was always this kind of a pseudo-intellectual forced, stayed, intellectual, you know, they all were in, it, it was, but it was prototypical Woody Allen. Woody Allen. No cursing, no nudity, sheer 100% plot. Zelig, I thought, was genius. Whenever you can do a movie with no cursing, The Godfather, no cursing. I think Godfather 2 may have had Remember Senator, what's his name? He might have used the F word once. I think they might have. I, I had a couple of, but it, but it was, it was sparing, and it was necessary. I thought that was fascinating. Anytime there's gratuitous nudity, it's like, what's the point of this? Why are you doing this? Why you, you don't need to do this. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Well, number one for me, Fatal Attraction. Period. End of discussion. Jaws there. Deliverance number two. Deliverance, when you were 15, 16, or 14, whatever, the, the, you're, you're watching this, you're thinking, wait a minute, hold it. Wait a minute. Ned Beatty, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I, am, am I, am I thinking what's going on here? It sure turned me off to Whitewater Rapids being uh, attacked by some homozygotic you know, mountain man, but in any event, that was scary, and I don't know what was so scary about it. There were certain certain scary things, but but the incre the probably one of the best. Let me see what what is this? Um, this one movie, Sexy Beast, 
with Ben Kingsley, this was, what year was this? I think that is one of the best. Ben Kingsley played one of the scariest. Ray Winstone, Ben Kingsley. It was, what year was this? This was in uh, 2000. If you saw that, and the original Cape Fear, the original Cape Fear with Robert Mitchum, I don't know what it was. I can't. I can't describe. I can't tell you what's what's scary. I'm not one to get scared at movies. What movies petrified you? These movies, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist. Re listen to 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 William Friedkin talk about The Exorcist. And by the way, they made this kind of in the in the hood, so to speak, when it first came out. Listen to what he said. Listen to how what they did with. Linda Blair and how they jerked her back and they, they put her in this harness. I mean, they really just, the, the actual physical, the French connection, they almost died in that car chase. Though, if you want to see a better car chase, believe it or not, short time with Dabney Coleman. I know nobody thinks that, but it's true. And then you got to ask yourself, what is it that makes things scary? What is it? The exorcist. The notion of the exorcist, the idea, it was so well done. Rosemary's Baby. So you have to see it again to understand it. You have to see sometimes movies what to know what you're looking for. Sometimes if you see it again, sometimes it can hurt you, sometimes it can't. What makes something scary? Dracula. What was interesting, by the way, uh, remember when um, Frankenstein... Frankenstein, what was the message of Frankenstein? Actually, the doctor, the, you know, the Frankenstein's monster. It was. What was interesting about it was very simply that it was actually loved by the child. Remember the child? The child saw through him. And what do you think Sling Blade was? Billy Bob Thornton said it was Frankenstein. The kid saw through him. Everybody else was afraid. The kids saw him, saw the, the essence of this. What is a monster after all? Misunderstood. Un- and if you've ever been where everybody's a, the, the pitchfork and torch crowd, if you can't relate to that, especially during these incredible times, nothing will. Sometimes movies will just be so important. Lilies of the Field, I think, was one of the most beautiful movies ever. I remember the kids, the, uh, was it The Fighting Sullivans? I cried like a, I couldn't believe it. It was horrible. When they were all killed, and the one who was always late, and when they were in heaven, come on, and he was late. Oh, my God, as a kid, I couldn't, it just killed me. What are you doing? This is horrible. And then the power of movies of the misdirected message. And what kids don't understand, what makes a kid's movie, there's nothing worse than seeing an adult Make a kid's movie. See, kids are special. Everything for them is magnified. This is why we have to protect them because it's magnified. They understand the essence of something but turned up exponentially. And one of the things is, for example, when when I remember seeing Old Yeller, I couldn't understand. I knew nothing about, you know, farms and when a dog has hydrophobia and rabies and, you know, what? what? Bambi? 
you know, what are you, what are you doing? What, what are you, I'll never forget this one too, Home Alone. And we all laugh at that. I don't know why I was there in the theater. I don't know who drug me to Home Alone, why I was there. But there was a kid kind of next to me. I could hear this child talk. And the kid turns to his mother and says, they are going to come home, right? Tell me right now. Because what is a kid's first main fear? Abandonment. It's incredible. The point was missed completely. It was abandonment. Nobody thought that. That was made for adults, but ostensibly for kids. It really wasn't a kid's thing. And then, do you remember when you were a kid and they threw cartoons at you that were so smart? Warner Brothers, you learned about opera. Beanie, well, not Beanie and Cecil. Um, Boris and Natasha. Rocky and Bullwinkle really smart. Remember Get Smart? Remember the movie? They threw some really heavy stuff at us. They threw some great stuff at us. It was very subtle, but we got it. And they never played down to us. Mad Magazine, brilliant, never played down. It was written for adults, but the but the the, the humor converted perfectly because it was it was for no it was for for lack of a better word, just perfect. These were the things that are so interesting. Westerns as a kid. Cartoons. D mentions Harold Lloyd, Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton was a genius. Do you know, D, that Buster Keaton said there is a word, I do not know the name of it. It is um, when you have the titles during silent films, you know, when when they have the dialogue. If a regular film had a hundred of these titles or slides or whatever they're called, he may have had 20. Buster Keaton said, you shouldn't have to talk. Harold Lloyd, look at how people, well, the the trick photography of that and the angles. If you want to see absolute genius, the way the way cameras work the 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 notion of light and it just they're they're geniuses soupy sales i never got rick never got him i knew him i knew him very well i got to tell you a story got to tell you a story about soupy sales when um when the uh Three-way calling was was really, I don't know what the word is. Uh, well, when it first came out, I had a friend of mine. And three-way calling, I was an absolute bearer. Three-way calling is when I can call you, put you on hold, call somebody else, and then hit the button and we're all on. This was on a regular house phone. Okay. And sometimes I would call somebody and call somebody else and connect them as the phone was, as two phones were ringing, and then they would both pick up the phone at the same time. So you're at home, your phone rings, your friend's phone ring, and if I, if if there is some comedy guy, there's some connection. And people answer, hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? And then at some point they'll say, so, uh, what are you uh, doing? Well, you called me. I didn't call you. I mean, you didn't call me. No, I, you called me? No, you called me. Wait, 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 wait. 
I didn't call you. And I'm listening to this. And I'm loving this. It's it's wonderful. I one time called two Domino's Pizzas. One time they both said, Thank you for calling Domino's Pizza. Would you like to try our Monday crisp, crispy crust? Whatever it was. And they all had to say that. So I call up Domino's Pizza number one. Quickly call number two. Connect them when they're both ringing. They both, thank you for calling Domino's Pizza. Thank you for calling Domino's Pizza. Would you like to try? Would you like to try? Wait a minute. Jerry? Todd? What are you doing, man? I'm not doing anything. Why are you calling me? I didn't call you. You called me. That is the eeriest thing in the world. That is the eeriest thing in the world. I one time hooked up people who hooked up years ago, haven't spoken to <laughs> haven't spoken to each other. They hate each other. And I, of course, can mute my phone. And I'm listening to this. Hello? Hello? What do you want? What do you mean, what do I want? What are you calling me for? I didn't call you. Oh, this was great. I mean, it was just, oh, God. So one day I'm talking to Soupy Sales, and he's such a good guy. He was a really good, 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 good guy. And I have a friend of mine who I've known who, I never saw Soupy Sales one time. I I, I never, I never, it, we, we didn't have him when I grew up, and but my friend would talk about Soupy Seals or this and Fang and this and this, and he would do all of the routines. He said, oh my God, I'm so tired of the... Same thing with Fire Sign Theater, who was very good, by the way. So my friend would talk about Soupy Seals or Soupy Seals or Soupy Seals. So one day when three-way calling called up, I called up Soupy. I said, listen, do me a favor. I explained three-way calling. He said, I've got a friend of mine. Now, I'm going to call you first, and you're, I'm calling you, but I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to call this fellow back. And when he gets on the phone, you are going to hear what he's saying. I'm going to be talking to him, and you'll know when to come in. It'll, it'll make his year. It'll make his life. Okay. So I call my friend up, and first call Soupy. Soupy's listening, not saying anything, and then my friend's talking. Not knowing, Soupy's on the line. Okay. I said, hey, I said, I said, you know who I saw the other day? Because I can lead anybody into any conversation. I said, well, what was his... And I pretend I don't remember the name. What was his name? Doopy Goop... Uh, oh, Soup, yeah, Soupy Sales, yeah. You were a big fan of him, but... <gasps> was I ever? I said, really? I said, explain to me why. He says, are you kidding? He was a genius. And I loved him. And he did this. And this is my friend. And Soupy's listening. And the fang. And the white fang. or the Whatever the fang. I have no idea. And this. And the time he told kids, Hey kids, go into your mom's. Go into your, your fair's wallet. And the paper with the faces, send them to me. Remember that one? And he got into trouble. And then they had the, the one where they opened up the door. And there was a nude woman, but you couldn't see. And he went through all of the, 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 just the history of Soupy sales. He's going through this thing. I said, would you? I said, did you ever meet Soupy? He goes, no, are you kidding? I said, would you ever like to meet him? He says, like to meet him? I said, what would you say to him? And I'm, it's perfect. I'm leading. I said, what would you say to him if you could meet him? I said, say to him. He's almost like in tears. He goes, I thank him. He was my childhood. I said, well, you know what? I'd like you to meet Soupy Sales. And there's a pause. And even though you can't hear it, if it's a pause. Soupy said, in that voice, hey, that was just great. He said, Soupy? 
Yeah. Oh, my God. You should have heard this. And I thought, wouldn't it have been terrible if I said, you know what? I'd love to continue this, but I got to go. <laughs> but I did. And I let him talk. And it was beautiful. And they, he eventually came over here and they met and all that kind of stuff. But Soupy Sales was him. We we had, I mean, I don't know if I had anybody, maybe Captain Kangaroo. I don't know. We had, let me ask you this. People in our generation, did you have romper room in your client, in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood, in your city or your state or whatever? What was your miss? We had Miss June. Miss June was our romper room. You watch romper room, it was so nice. Remember that? She had that, remember that 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 thing, the mirror, the looking mirror? I see Toby and Juan and and bend and stretch, reach for the sky. There goes Jupiter. There goes Mars. I don't know what that song was. Bend and stretch. There goes Jupiter. I don't know what, what you're bending. But what was the name of your your Miss Summons? It was silly. Romper room. She was always like, it was like a mom or an aunt. And she was nice to you. And she had a puppet. Maybe she sang a song. Miss Carol. Look at that. Truth secrets. I like that. Not secret, secret. Or secrix, if you use the like dominatrix, testatrix, prosecutrix, if you're an ex. Miss Carol, what was yours? What was your romper room, lady, honey? Oh, we had Miss Louise. Miss Louise. Do be a don't be. Remember that? Miss Marcia. Sunny, Sunny Fox was the name of your... Uh, Sandy Baum. I think that stuff was, and the best, and I'm sorry, and I know what you're saying, I know what you're thinking, I don't care, I don't care what anybody says. I think Mr. Rogers was just perfect. I would give anything. Kids today need a Mr. Rogers just to look at this. Put your phone down. Remember those terrible puppets? Chef Brockett. Is that a voice? What is this? Whatever made you think you were a puppeteer, didn't matter. Chef Brock, sure. National Lampoon did the best one ever. It was Bill Murray, Brian Doyle Murray, and some others here. He says, <laughs> Mr. Rogers, he had, today, we're going to talk to a man who plays the bass. He goes, it was like some like, hey, 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 uh, Mr. Rogers, how you doing? He goes, sure. He goes, it's a little early for me. I said, well, sure. He said, when you have, when you get up in the morning, well, I don't get up in the morning, but what do you have for breakfast? Egg and muffin. Okay. Sure. He says, I love the face. I love the way your face scrunches up when you play the bass. Sure. You want to go outside and put our feet in the wading pool? Uh, No, it's a little too early for that. <laughs> that was National Lampoon, which was also brilliant. Am I just, am I just, Waxing nostalgic. Am I making too much out of this? Uh, Carol said, my kids watched him in Sesame Street in the early 70s. Sesame Street was wonderful. How about the electric company? Remember that one? That's kind of a... Wonderful. Kids need this. They need it. And it's not because... It's not because... Kids are slow. Kids need incremental 
um, news. We had, I love the science shows, Mr. Wizard, Don Herbert. We had, we had a guy, a local guy. And I, that, that, that was, I, I remember Bernoulli's theorem. I don't know how little I was, but I remember Bernoulli's theorem. And he explained it. And I've understood it my entire life. Based on this black and white show where people would just, it was incredible. Do you remember during the day, did you have, what time was your afternoon movie? 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 4.30? What was yours here? 4 o'clock? The afternoon movie. 4.30. Did you have a 4.30? It was like the afternoon. Remember, it was late, late show. Then you had the early afternoon where you kind of came home from school and you watched this thing. We had a guy one time, one of my favorite shows, and you would have the, the fellow in the morning who did uh, something in the afternoon, and then maybe he might have been the sales manager, and he did something. And We had something in Tampa, WTVT, Channel 30, Shock Theater, which on Friday nights, 11.30, scared us. The guy had a mask. It was Paul Reynolds. He put this stupid mask on, and he scared us, playing a scary movie. Anyway, so what they did was he said, all right, folks, we got the tote board right now. If you'd like to, we're gonna this is the time where we, we call up and we ask you to send in a postcard with your name and address. Make sure you tell us you watch this and every day, every day we'll go into this they had this little bin, they had all these cards and he would turn it. We'll reach in and we'll take your card out and call you because you've told us that you watch this and you're gonna be at home. And if you look at the tote board, it was so bad. Like, the tote board is like three seventy-five. That's right, three dollars and seventy-five cents. If we call you, it's all yours. We're going to call you right now. We're going to reach in and pull out one of these cards that you mailed in, telling us that you watch every single day because you told us you like this. You watch this. You're home every day, so I expect when I call you, you're going to be home. Okay, let's call somebody right now. Let's call uh, Maurice uh, Chevalier. Okay, from uh, Gibsonton, Florida. Okay, and he, he he put the phone like this. This is before they had dot. You turning it? Maurice likes uh, spelunking and collects Myron Florin figurines. Okay, we'll let uh, the phone ring. Okay, Maurice, uh, this is we see three seventy five today. Maurice is home. He should be home because he sent this thing. Ring. Okay, we're letting it ring. Maurice also enjoys breathing and making a fist. Ring. Okay, right now, 375. If Maurice is not home, we're going to add him. They were never home. I used to watch every, and it, it, like at one time, I think that it got up to like $100, which meant I must, I, I think it was like a dollar, maybe. They went, I must have been gone for a long time. This guy seems so almost like defeated, like, I don't know why I'm caught. I don't know why I'm going through this routine. You mailed me the card. You told me you like to watch this. You wanted to be a part of this. You know we do this card every single day. <laughs> and he would get like angry. How is it that nobody's been home? How can you write a card, send it in, tell me you watch the show, and then not be home? What's going on here? I loved it. Loved it. Telethon. Every Saturday night at 6, they play the Disney movie. Look at that. Let me tell you something. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, I'm just, a, just I'm getting nostalgic for the sake of, sake of being nostalgic. I'm not. I think not everything was good. Not everything was great. May I tell you something right now? 
You will not believe this. Go ahead. Try to watch Peyton Place on TV. You will not saucy. You can't. You cannot believe Peyton Place. You cannot believe the stuff they did. Dynasty. Oh my God. Soap operas were wow. Great actors, actresses. We were used to the greatest, the greatest show ever. The greatest shows. Um, it was. One of the most important, important shows ever. Let me also ask, do, do you remember Ernie Kovacs? A genius, a genius beyond geniuses. He didn't have any technology. He was the first one to tilt a table and things went this way and he used gravity. And he, I mean, just, I watched this today. Again, not everything was great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those people that loves everything. I've got a friend who loves everything, any blues he loves. Sometimes it can be awful. This is the worst. No, it's so... He just, he, he can't bring himself to saying, this isn't that great. I'll be the first one to tell you. But there was something about it that I liked. Do you remember when, 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 um, th- this is weird, but when, when, uh, TV dinners came out, and you had this thing with the, what is this? But it seemed in a very strange way, kind of, uh, as you would say, cool, but introductory of a life-changing experience, the notion of prepared food. Not frozen pizza, but TV dinners. I've gone too far. I know what you're thinking. You're saying, this man's gone. He's lost his mind. And maybe I have lost my mind. But there's something to be said for this genius. Now, quickly... I'm telling you right now, if you are watching, please, or you must hit the more tab because I want to talk to you about our great friends at Z-Stack. Get 15% off of Z-Stack. Now, right now, check this one little beautiful, just start, start with this one. Just trust me. It's got vitamin C. Can't go wrong with that. Zinc. Can't go wrong with that. Vitamin D, which is, of course, I cannot extol the virtues of D more, and quercetin. This is a bioflavonoid. This is a this is a this is a bioavailable phytonutrient that is so critical in not only supercharging your immune system, but you need this. Not that it's nice to have it. You need this. So use this link right now. Go to our friends at Z Snack right there. I'm telling you. Read for yourself. Do whatever you want. This is this is it. Just 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 just, just do what just do what I say. Just do, do do what I say. And there's a link right there. Fifteen percent off the Z snack for yourself, and you can get you boosting yourself up for this flu season. By the way, it's not just flu season; it's everything season. Do you understand that? Good. Now the second thing, and again, please, I implore, I beseech, I entreat you to hit the more tab. Because YouTube going to change the way you can see this. And this is, either you get this or not. You get it. EMP attacks. EMP blasts. EMP dangers. Electromagnetic pulse. You get it. You understand it. All right, now there's a veteran-owned company from the Midwest called EMP Shield. They've invented a device that can hook up to your vehicle, your car, your 
your home that will protect you against an EMP threat. This particular technology has been has enjoyed and undergone testing at Keystone Compliance, a military certified facility, and is listed by the Department of Homeland Security. But these devices protect not just your car, not just your home, but generators, solar systems, ham radios, RVs, and much, much more. So right now, there is the link. Electro, EMP Shield, all right? Just, I, I love to tell people this. Look, go, use my link, use this link. See for yourself. You think maybe it's a good idea to kind of had a little bit of a barrier? I know we all have those funny little strips. I don't know if I even have one anymore. You know where you plug your casers of power surge. You know, you have those strips. It just basically allows you to, to plug in. Well, an EMP pulse is, <laughs> yeah, wait till you, some Carrington event, you know, that's a, that's a whole other story. I don't want to freak you out. Well, I kind of do. So EMP Shield, use that link and you'll be so, so glad you did. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, let me tell you right now, and especially if you're listening to me and you're saying, I, I can't relate to what this guy is saying. You're going to be able one day to enjoy this particular aspect of your existence, and this will be nostalgia before you know it. And the only thing good about nostalgia, the only thing I like about it, it's not just to sit back and say, oh, wasn't that great? That's not it. But to compare and contrast and to ask you whether things make sense, whether things were better than. Sometimes they were, sometimes they weren't. Not everything was good on TV. Not everything was that terrific. Not, some, sometimes I think also the romanticization. Sometimes I look at old Johnny Carson and I'm thinking, uh, they were okay. The guests, sometimes they were genius. I think Jack Parr was more of a genius. Steve Allen was so off the charts. And what I like also was something when something was good and ahead of the time. Let me also tell you something. I thoroughly enjoy doing this with you. I love sharing this with you. Many of you have been with me since day one, and I appreciate this. I love that we could stop sometimes and just say, wait, 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 wait. Let's just put, put politics and disaster aside for a moment and just revel in and experience and investigate that which is a part of our collective society, that which makes us American. If people listen to this show, they'll say, you know what? If you want to know what it is to be kind of an American, listen to what they say. Because we talk about things that we have reference to. Granted, it may be in our particular time frame, but I think it is beautiful. And you love stories. And you love the chance just to sit back. And I appreciate you for that. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. And I thank you. So let me do this. Let me remind you as well. Please do me a favor. I want everyone listening. And please, you must go to the to the more section. But you must, must, must uh, I want you to go, and I want you especially. Mrs. L has some fantastic YouTubes, and I want you to go right now. Click this right now. Click this, and you'll subscribe immediately to her channel and to her YouTube channel, and it's wonderful. Information which you so desperately need. And by the way, if you really want to see some good stuff too, some real good stuff, I'll put this up. This is my Twitter. I suggest you follow that up. All right, I've got to run. You've got to run. We've got stuff to do. Thank you, everybody. Thank you not for being who you are, but what you appear to be. We'll see you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.